John Sheezer, I'm here. Eric Marino. Eric. No, I gotta tell you about the Clippers. For the Holland. Motivation, Eric. How are you doing? All the way from New York City. New York City. This the podcast that is so addicted to sports. We have to keep talking, even though we're three thousand miles apart. I'm in the big city in New York City, everybody. The Big Apple. Uh, it is uh, October twenty second, nineteen two thousand. I know, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nineteenth of back screws me up. So it's uh, it's 2019. That's breaking news here. It's October 22nd. How's your day, she's? How's things going? And aren't you glad in our very last episode you knew who your backup quarterback was, Matt Moore, because guess who showed up? Matt, Matt Moore did. Moore. And I had the beat on a couple different text chains that were going, and people were like, who's the backup? And I was like, Matt fucking Moore's the backup. And then I was able to say of Oregon State and Miami Dolphin fame. And they were like, how do you know that? And be like, don't worry about it. Don't, I just do. Don't say don't worry about it. Say, listen to Sportsaholic. She's plug our own show. Jeez, I'm crow. I should. But at this point, these are. I listen to Sportsaholics on podcast. Yeah. these With, are, with these, Marino and the cheese. These are the people that are the inside text chain Sportsaholics. So I, they're bombarded I with it. You. Like today, I sent one out about excited about the Clippers season starting tonight. Go Clippers. Also, if you're in El Segundo, stop by Flights. I'm going to be performing at 8 p.m. Great show. Flights Bar right off the 405. I believe off uh, Century Boulevard. Maybe No, that's not. Anyway, look it up. Flights in El Segundo right off the 405. Great show. 8 p.m. And the Clippers are playing. So, uh, But I sent a text out. Everyone's in the Midwest, doesn't have a team, and half the guys are like, I don't give a shit. One guy said, I haven't watched one dribble of NBA basketball in five years. I'm like, yeah, well, you run a real business and have two kids, so that's your excuse, okay? Can't really hold that against them. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it sucks that Matt – Moore is now taking snaps for the Chiefs, but I think maybe Shady McCoy, maybe we can, I don't know, hand him the ball 30 times, see what happens. Hey, how about somebody gives Colin Kaepernick a look instead of a 36-year-old backup? I mean, this is, I mean, and by the way, I also want to get into the the game. Okay, we had a little technical difficulty right when the Kaepernick... Conspiracy! A conspiracy alert, Cheezer. The moment I started talking about Colin Kaepernick, the, the NFL cut this line. We have been, we are being listened to, people. We are being listened to. This is the inside scoop. You're telling me that nobody has starting quarterbacks. Starting quarterbacks are a problem. And, uh, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, for the love of God, is starting in Tennessee, for Tennessee. And, 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 and we don't have a job for Colin Kaepernick. It's like you're telling me you don't like Colin Kaepernick more than you want Matt Moore. Now, hey, that one touchdown he threw was nice, but it was against Denver, baby. And it was like if you weren't already up 20-6, to six, you would have been a lot more scared in that game. Let's get into it. 
It's like Mahomes is down, man down. And, and then we're going to get back to this other thing because this week is about injuries because you said the, uh, the NBA, uh, NBA season is starting for the Clippers. Well, you know who it's not starting for? Zion Williamson. Breaking news, everybody. Six to eight weeks Surgery. out. Oh, no. Not, not good. Not, not what you want to – I mean, he, he's already drawing Bill Walton comparisons, which – is good. Bill Walton, Greg Oden. No, not no. He is being because you're saying. I mean, it's like I mean, not the, Greg Oden. Tony, Bill Walton. I would take over Greg Oden. You know, I mean, at least Tony what? Tony Kornheiser is telling you this guy is the biggest guy, and his vertical leap is higher than the highest leapers of the '70s. And all of a sudden, this 285 pound frame is leaping higher than uh, what's his name, Michael from UCLA. Uh, you know, the great Michael Thompson and. And and this is all coming down here. You got Tony Carter talking about the pressure on these knees by this big. It's like, what is the new NBA game due to these big men? Maybe they can't run a, a, a fast pace, space and pace kind of game. You know what I'm saying? These guys, it's like, it's, you know, these big men break down. Remember Shaq's toe? <laughs> he, okay, Zion, listen to me. I know you can jump and dunk on everyone. You've been doing it since you were 12 years old. And it's great. We all, we've been... We've been watching you on YouTube since your freshman, sophomore year of high school, just waiting for this moment. And now it's the one shining moment, if you will, right now, and you're injured. And we get it. The highlight dunks are fantastic. We all know who you are, but we know who you are now. So just tone it down. I want you, while you, these eight weeks, I want you to call one person on any day except for Sunday because, you know, the mailman does not deliver on Sunday. And I want you to watch highlight clips of a little white guy feeding him the ball, up and unders, take, take some Olajuwon, because he's only 6'6". The NBA came out and made everyone put their real height. He's only 6'6". Six six. So you got Michael Jordan height in um, a miniature shack, maybe uh, a big baby Davis type of weight. No, he was – Big baby! I think he was he was probably what three fifteen three twenty maybe. He but. definitely he, in a blousey jersey. He looked very big. I mean that guy. Go back to the. I mean when we have a game with the it's, you know in in the Boston Celtics lore, it's called the Donkey and Shrek game. And big big baby is the Shrek of the Donkey and Shrek. Yeah, it's little Nate Rob. Little Nate Robinson was the donkey in that. Uh, <laughs> if you're wondering, finish the side off. But just I mean. Just just cork it up a little bit. Just bottle it up. Get a little mid-range and then dunk. You know, I'm not saying don't dunk on people. Just don't just don't go to 11. Go to fucking 7. Well, hey, I mean, I don't know if you happen to see this also, that uh, our that former number one pick uh, and traded for Kevin Love, Wiggins, Air Canada's own Wiggins, uh, you know, wasn't ranked in the top 100 players. I mean, there was a top, that was a top recruit, a top pick. And now he isn't, you know, several years later. It's like we have to realize, again, like Groundhog's Day. Oh, I didn't get to that. It's like Groundhog's Day for football that, you know, the Patriots keep – the Patriots are Bill Murray in Groundhog's Day. Everybody else is just doing the same thing over and over and not realizing this is how you win in the NFL. This is the same thing that's true of, like, of you don't need to trust the process, the, the Philadelphia Sixers, because guess what? It did not work. Joel Embiid is that was that process should not. Michael uh, Carter Williams, MCW, that was trusting the process. It's like these guys, uh, Markel Fultz, who's now trying to supposedly going to be good in in uh, in, my, in the Orlando Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlando. You know, with his yips, 
it's like we're yeah. You miss on Fultz and you draft no, nor, New Orleans Noel. I mean, he rides the bench and I believe Dallas now. But I mean, he was like a fifth overall pick out of Kentucky. Uh, I mean, he did, he had kind of some uh, like Dikembe Mutombo kind of style to him, like blocking shots and stuff. But just a horrible. Or how about and by by the way, here's someone that we can all agree turned out Antonio Davis. Let's talk about Antonio Davis for a second. There's a guy that did everything you could do. He blossomed into the star we all said he was going to be. But guess what? He isn't on the team that drafted him anymore, and now he's going to play for the Lakers. So you're saying it's like, what exactly are we drafting? What are you drafting? It's like, what is the lottery? You're, it's it's not just a lottery to see who gets the number one pick. It's a lottery to see how good any one of the players you get is. I mean, I'd rather have I'd rather have Paul Pierce at number nine than uh, than Darko Milicek. Uh, at number at number two, uh, and, Pierce was uh, number at, ten, I believe. Actually, right. I'm sorry, and uh, thank you for correcting me. Kansas and the Celtics go together; they're friends. Uh, but you know, that's a uh, that's one of those things. And I also called it. I almost called Darko Milicic Donnie Darko, which I may do from uh, because someone's stock is dropping. <laughs> and of course, you can find Darko. I believe in. Was he Croatian or Serbian? I do not want to mix the two. Up. Yeah, we don't want to make up. Uh, we don't want to do that. But uh, he's running an, an apple orchard over there. So yes, we do know that. Yes. Uh, but but all of a sudden you see that basketball is a lot has a lot more. Um, uh, what's his name? Who? Uh, I'm sorry. Who to is get, the... okay to get back to Wiggins? Like he's, yeah. his shots always been even at KU just kind of busted, not very fluid. And uh, athletically in college, you know, he just would put it on people that he just never put on that weight you expect people to put on from 19 to 24. He still he's he's still got that minute bowl 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 uh, kind of build the bowl bowl yeah the, the bowl bowl build yeah the bowl bowl build taco uh, fall everybody sorry go ahead no I saw bowl bowl this summer standing next to um, Michael Porter Jr. at the uh, summer league in vegas both in street clothes of course and then uh mo bamba also in street clothes for the uh for the orlando magic and i was like look at all that talent not playing glad uh glad i got a ticket see it's like when you say mo bamba i immediately think of kemba walker because it's like that's what that that's what my brain does when i just hear mo bamba kemba <laughs> i just moved over now i'm on i'm back to my team i am a sportsaholic but I like that the the Clippers. I mean, this is the first season that they've ever been favored to win. I mean, obviously the championship, but even the division. Um, you know, so it's exciting. It's great to hear Doc Rivers talking about Clippers fans and how how there's a bunch of new fans, and you hear in the media like you hear the in L.A. the sports the Clippers sports uh, broadcasters are saying stuff like they're. They're instructing the the OG original Clippers fans to just take it easy on the new fans. Don't hate them because they weren't there in previous yeah. years. That that sort right. of thing. But in don't my, let the original I, the original fans can't drive away the new fans. Hey man, you don't know. I was into these guys before anybody. Yeah, yeah. Who's Chris Kamen? Who's Chris Kamen? <laughs> that was yeah. That was the candy. How about Michael Olavakandi? Oh. You don't remember Baron Davis. Do you even know where Pacific University is? That's where he went. Oh, I'm sure you do root for Sean Livingston. I'll tell you about Sean Livingston's knee. Yeah? Yeah. What do you know about Keon Dooling, motherfucker? 
Get out of <laughs> HH1 and 2. My seats, man. You're in the wrong section, bro. I thought they were – isn't there a story that they want to re, – they're opening to renaming the Clippers, right? I mean, how about that? I mean, what do you, what do you even think about that? Should they and what will they name them? And will they name Bomber's them? Bomber's great. And this is why Bomber uh, – Bomber, he gets it, Marino. Bomber. He gets it. No, just – he's just, You got it. He's Making just putting it out there. I mean, there's no way in hell. And for that exact same reason that the, the broadcasters are telling the OG fans not to scream at the – the new fans is the same reason why – they would never change the name. And that's just like you live and die. You died so many times over with that shirt on, people saying shit randomly, Lakers fans taunting you on planes and stuff randomly. Just like, okay, okay. It's a you know, it's the Clippers, okay? But now that they're good, you get this weird people come up to you and congratulate you. Like when I was in Vegas, a guy interrupted my meal just to say, Hey, congratulations on getting Kawhi and George. You guys are going to be great, man. It's going to be fun to watch you. And then everyone at my table just was like, what was that? I'm like, I, I, that's the first time anyone's ever come up and given me props for being a Clippers fan. And so I don't want to change the name to what – I mean, who knows what the name would even be. I mean, it would just be ridiculous, almost like the Pelicans. And, yeah, I know that's the state bird of Louisiana, whatever. But it's just – Anytime there's a, a switch in names, um, I can't even. What's a recent example? Would that be? Uh, I mean, I guess Expos Nationals. I mean, I'm not even gonna count hockey because they do that shit every like two seasons. Well, I mean, it's like you're saying, like you know, the original. Like, it's always that, it's that terrible thing where, of course, like the Cleveland Browns moved and one is the Baltimore Ravens. There's the Houston Oilers that went to the finally went to the Super Bowl as the Tennessee Titans. And that was especially hard because Houston Oilers had the Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. said that they were Super Bowl bound and ironically that franchise and now retired name because no one else can ever be the Houston Oilers uh, will never go to a Super Bowl much well, like very similar to San Diego San Diego Superchargers great song Tennessee Oilers one season before they changed to the Titans. They uh, very true, but they went to a Super Bowl without the Ravens. Went the uh, the uh, what is it? The Nordiques became the Avalanche. Correct. Won a Stanley Cup with Ray Bork and Patrick Waugh. Um, but uh, but then you also have uh, God. You just it just uh, slipped my mind. Slipped my mind. Uh, oh damn it! Well, it's gone. It's all good. Franchises they come and they go, but the Clippers are here to stay. Vegas odds favorite to win. Oh, no, I want to stay on the Chargers. That's what it is. Because let's talk about the Chargers and how they are once again failing, falling underwater. And now it's like, look, I would I would go out to I would go so far to say as last year's playoff push may have saved that franchise. Uh, and but it's like they because they they betrayed their whole fan base in San Diego. And I know they alienated 
uh, very real season ticket holders, uh, people who had great seats or had always felt attended to in San Diego. That, yep, that lifelong even fans. Were, and they got burned by the new soccer field out there in Carson. And, uh, you know, they, they, have, they are losing fans. And now that they're bad, and Phil Rivers has yet again never done anything, this franchise has chosen wrong. They always choose wrong when it comes to their big – they went with Phil Rivers over Drew Brees. Wrong. They went with Phil Rivers over Eli Manning. That was wrong. They got rid of LaDainian Tomlinson. He went to an AFC championship with the, uh, with, with the Jets. It's like San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers – I mean, these guys, someone said an interesting thing to me last week. It's like, I wouldn't be shocked if in three years they're in Oakland. You might have said that to me, Sheezer, because this is a, this is a thing that is adrift. They're, and people like, and someone said, trying to fight back, said, well, they're going to go into their new stadium. I'm like, that's not their stadium. That's the Rams stadium. Which is the over Rams? budget, over budget by $2 billion, apparently. Um, well, of course it is. They're, they're asking the league to pay for the extra. They're asking the players, actually, to pay for the extra. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll build stadium for food. We'll be, I mean, it's like, so there's a real thing that it's like, I would not be surprised that it's like, what are you rooting for if you're rooting for the Chargers? They're not, a, they're not good football. They're not loyal to their fans. It's like how quick – I mean, L.A. is finic, finicky. Every, anyway, there's a reason the Rams left originally and the Raiders left back in the 90s when they didn't put good product on the field. It's like, you know, the L.A. Rams who went to the Super Bowl last year, looking you, – you're, you're our L.A. reporter. Tell us what it feels like to live in, in quote-unquote, Charger or Ram country this See, I've this been fall. saying it for three – probably four years California Chargers, as soon as they were pulling up out of San Diego, California Chargers, and then I always thought the Raiders should do this. The Chargers could do it now. Yes. You play three games up in the Bay, three games in L.A., you know, two games in San Diego somewhere. You, you know, become a barnstorming team. You, yes, you play. You, I can play two in San Diego. I can play two in L.A. or Carson. I can play one in that. I can play one up in San Francisco somewhere. Maybe there's a Sacramento. You use, uh, you know, use the Rose Bowl. And use different stadiums. Like I never, it's the opposite. Like I never understood, like until I was probably 13, 14, I had no idea where the California Angels played. I assumed it was right in the middle of the state somewhere. Like <laughs> right. I just had no idea. And it's like, I'm like, why weren't they just, they should have just kept LA Angels, you know, like they should have never gone to California Angels. It's the opposite of the Chargers. Like you don't, nobody wants you. So just become broader, you know, like open the umbrella a little bit wider and you know, you'll, you'll golden state warriors, new England Patriots going in the right direction. You know, so uh, I should probably look into, you know, trademarking California chargers. Uh, but uh, no, that's, I think that's. And I'd also like to say that the reason, and I'm going to just say this to your face and to all our loyal Kansas city chief fans. And I do love you. All Boston fans love you. Cause we couldn't have won the super bowl without beating you guys. Uh, you guys were all huge riding Mahomes. You're running the big Mahomes train. You didn't know who your backup quarterback was. But you're not worried about that. You're not worried about it now. And the reason is, is because the AFC West is just as bad as the AFC East. You guys have the Chargers are falling apart. You have the Broncos that are dead on arrival. And look at what happened to the Raiders. That, that were They were right behind you. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers just ripped them. And so, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. it was a scary week because if they had lost to the to the Broncos, then all of a sudden everything's everyone's like a, within a game of 
you know, it's it's a whole. You guys would be in a panic right now, but you don't have anybody who's contesting against you. Hey, we have the Buffalo Bills who finally got their shit together and are sitting right there, pretty at, at five and one. You yeah. know, they're right, they're right there, and everyone's quiet on what Josh Allen is doing up there because everyone doesn't know whether it's Josh Allen or Josh Rosen because we're all confused about the uh, Joshes from two, three seasons ago. Yeah, the, one of them's yeah dying in Miami slowly. Uh, yeah. Just in public, uh, and then, which that's a whole—I don't know—that sucks to be Josh Rosen. But you got your money, so I mean, I guess it's not that—not that bad. You know, you, you're getting paid, but uh, it just—it's one of the weirder first overall picks I've ever remembered. <laughs> like, because he was—was was he the first overall? I said it out oh, loud. I, and I was I, like, "Wait, was he?" I I I, I couldn't tell you yeah. right now, but that's yeah. like it's like you're just going to see because it's like, hey. We all weren't we all given Baker Mayfield uh, his Super Bowl ring uh, with Odell Beckham Jr. and and Chubb back in March. Guess what? Every Cleveland Brown fans guess who doesn't go to the Super Bowl in March? Anybody? Yeah. And that's why we're in Groundhog's Day because here are the here are the Patriots being the Patriots and everyone else. You guys didn't even know who your backup is. All right, I know who my backup is. I know who's I know that I just cut third stringer Cody yeah. Kessler. I yeah. pay attention to my moves. Yeah. I am a sportsaholic. You guys spray backups all over the NFL. You got Garoppolo. That's right. My backup is also the other sitting there also undefeated Jimmy Garoppolo. I heard You're Matt welcome. Castle's name thrown around last weekend. Like I'm like whoa, 11 whoa, whoa. and 5 it's a slow down. 11 and 5 down. is a point of prep. Right. And you're saying you're going to bring around Matt Castle's name but you're not going to even think to bring in Colin Kaepernick. He's tan, rested and ready and he'll take a knee for whatever flag you want him to everybody. Uh, let's get Colin Kaepernick a job this football season. Let's do it. I want <laughs> I want to meet the white kid whose name is Colin Kaepernick who lives in Shreveport. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I don't know. My parents just named me Colin and it just happened to be, you know, that guy's <laughs> name, that guy's name, but uh yeah, no, I, I, I like America. Uh, yeah, the yeah at this point, I mean, it's your one. I mean, after they they did the press release two weeks ago, it's a, it's a dying. It's on year what three, year four now. It's it's just like it's over. It's done. There's no more Colin Kaepernick. No, also, no one's worried about taking a knee for the flag anymore because we're all thinking LeBron James is saying don't protest in Hong Kong. So all of a sudden, you, you know. Yeah. Which he he, he just, stepped into that one. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, he's – it was just you can't say a guy that went to Northwestern and Harvard was un- – misinformed on the subject or whatever he said it was, it was i know he, he yeah. just said it. i mean he i think he was, i'll tell you that i always think he was saying it because he was now he was dealing with the consequences of what someone else had said and i don't i don't i don't think being over in china while those were being said and china and china officials were giving them a hard time was pleasant and i think that's the hey i was sort of stuck you know I think he might have felt like a little bit in a oh, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. quite a hostage hostage situation. Like, hey, you guys kind of put my life in maybe a little bit of danger, uh, and that's like. But hey, that's why you know think about all the Republicans that understand gay rights when they find out their child is gay, but not till when you're put in the situation. All of a sudden, it's a different story. Yeah, yeah. It, it, when he got back to L.A., just 
they would ask him a question and then within two sentences he would have spun it already talking about his charities and his school and all the good stuff he does and i was like all right okay so i'm like you sat down with some pr people good for you good for you taco tuesday taco tuesday it is taco that is it is by the way it is it's tuesday it's taco tuesday uh, LeBron James does not have the uh, does not have the copyright trademark for that. Nor does Tom Brady have Tom Terrific. Nor should he. Uh, so things things might eventually. You know, Trump doesn't actually get to put the G seven at the uh, you know the G seven at his Doral Trump uh, Golf Club. Uh, we can talk about that because we said the word golf, and that means it's sports. That's true. Politics. Hey, and I want to say real quick, congratulations to Michigan State men's basketball team being ranked. Preseason number one for a shocking the first time ever uh, in Tom Izzo's, well, in the history of the school, actually. So. I'll give a shout-out to the Izzone. All my friends at Michigan State includes the one, the only friend of the show, Chris Dorenzo, an old housemate of mine who is the writer of uh, Broadway's own Rock of Ages, back on Off-Broadway right here on 50th Street out here in uh, in Broadway in New York City. Cheese, we also got... We got the World Series coming, and we got World Series and plugged. What else do you want to talk about? Well, um, who knows who wins tonight? Um, plug wise, guys, our old friends Union Press KC. Uh, if you guys need anything printed up, shirt wise, banners, they work really fast. Go to UnionPressKC.com. That's UnionPressKC.com. Um, UnionPressKC.com. You know, she's. I might need to look into that because I think I need some merch printed up because I'm about to go on the road all November. With the one and only Dan Madonia, uh, we're going to meet up and we're going to be uh, uh, November seventh at the in Columbus, Ohio. We will be uh, the eighth in Lagrange, La Georgia. Uh, November 9th, Jacksonville, Florida. The tenth in Augusta, Georgia. The twelfth in Canton, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. On the thirteenth, Wisconsin, uh, Campbellsport, Wisconsin. On the fourteenth. Amro, Wisconsin. On the fifteenth, Milwaukee, the, the Mobcraft Brewery. On November sixteenth. Uh, then we are in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Madison, Ohio. I think I also have a Dayton, Ohio date. Uh, stay, uh, find my, uh, my find my Facebook page, Eric Marino, Eric with the K, Marino like the quarterback. Uh, for all more dates, we'll put and it then, up course, on uh, Instagram too at Sportsaholics. I'll just I'll put the whole list up there, so it'll wonderful. be wonderful. One shot, Eric and Madonia driving through. America's Heartland entertaining the masses. Somewhere in America, I will also just tell you this, that uh, Wednesday night, Taking Chances, if you're in the New York area, the Broadway Com- Comedy Club, I'll be hosting at 8 o'clock, Taking Chances, the Broadway Comedy Club on October 23rd. Uh, then uh, every Saturday night, we have a 9 o'clock show in the O'Keefe's uh, bar, and, uh, bar and Grill at 62 Court Street. And Sunday night's 8.30, we do the open mic. So that's how you can see Marino uh Sheezer, anything else before we go yeah just real quick happy birthday to ichiro suzuki born on this date 1973 uh all-time international baseball hit leader i didn't want to forget that 22 years ago today was the coldest world series game in baseball history marlins versus cleveland of course cleveland lost the series uh Jim Eisenreich, uh, that'll be the ball of the day. I can't. Maybe I've done it already. I can't remember because I always just kind of do them on the fly. But you my, haven't done the ball of the day. My autographed Jim Eisenreich, nineteen ninety-seven World Series champ, inscribed baseball is the baseball. My ball of the day in uh, connection to the coldest World Series game ever: Marlins versus Cleveland. 
on this day, 22, day, 22 years ago in 1997. Uh, One final thought. And as a, as a former employee, a once and future employee of NBC in this day, 1939, the very first network to televise pro football game, the Brooklyn Dodgers football team, she's beat the Philadelphia Eagles. 23 to 14, so the Eagles were losing even then. <laughs> yes. They lost at Old Historic's Ebbets Field. Uh, I got, we got lots more to talk about this week. Sheezer, guys, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Oh, real I'm quick. Gonna... Also, oh, San, San Diego, I'm going to be headlining at the Comedy Palace November 16th. That's a Saturday night, November 16th next month. So if you live pretty much from Oceanside down, uh, this, is, this applies to you. That's the Comedy Palace, November 16th, uh, 8 p.m., uh, Ocean side right. down, people. If you're in the Southland, that means that's stuff. so oh. SoCal. If you know what I'm saying, bro. That's that. Um, all right, guys. I'm done. I'm John. That's Eric. I'm Eric. This is Train Whistle. Bye-bye. Samson.